0: Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And welcome back. Hey, Rach. Hey, Nat. What's going on? Hey, listeners. Hey, listeners. Um, (laughs) This is a conversation
1: between more than the two of us.
0: Yes. Uh, We have a lot to get to today. It's been a while, but before we do, Rachel... I have to tell you my patio story. It's really just come to fruition in the last week. Uh, I have a patio that I now have access to at my apartment.
1: Yeah, I. my first question was, how did you not know that you had a patio that you had access to? Mm-hmm. Do you want to answer it?
0: I. Yeah, it's a detached patio. So we don't have a door that leads out to it. It's um, We have to go out our front door to get into it. There's a gate. There's like a little gate. Um We didn't know for nine months, we've lived here for nine months, we didn't know that it was part of our lease that we had access to this patio. The patio has sat pretty vacant for the last nine months. Um There was this one girl who used to go in a couple times a week and use it as like an exercise place, like a place where she would do her like exercises so I just assumed it was hers yeah Um, because I
1: remember you giving me a video tour of your apartment and mm -hmm. I said oh whose is that and you're like oh it's the neighbors there's always Mm -hmm. a girl out there doing yoga
0: yeah and so that's why I assumed it wasn't ours when we signed the leasing paperwork for this place they asked us if we wanted a patio and we said No, because we were at the top of our budget and we assumed that a patio would add an extra couple hundred dollars and we just didn't want to deal with that. So we said no. So that's why we assumed that we didn't have this patio. We also moved into this place like 12 days after our lease started because we were coming from New York and that was the earliest that we could move out here um, because of Michael's work schedule. So we didn't have, like, a formal orientation, you know, when someone, like, walk us through the place. None of that happened. They didn't tell us that we had access to this patio. So, I'm I'm guessing you want to know, like, how we found out that we have this patio. Right. Now. Fast forward almost one
1: year later, yeah. while you have not been making use of this patio during the pandemic. And you right. find out that you have one. How did How did that happen?
0: So... This group um, moved into the apartment behind us and the patio borders their living room and it borders our bedroom
1: and Uh, it belongs
0: to us because whoever's bedroom it borders, it belongs to theirs. It's the same situation on the other side with our other neighbors. So one of the guys who just moved in comes over to our place um, and knocks on our door and says, Hey, are you guys using that patio? and we said we don't it's i don't think it's ours like i I don't know and he said oh because i talked to so-and-so and and, like they thought it was yours but i don't know we we bought a patio set and so um, it's presumptuous yeah 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 um we bought a patio set and uh you guys are welcome to use it and you know if you're not using the place and We were like, oh, well, we'll ask the office and and get to the bottom of this. So I go to the office the next day, ask the office manager, whose patio is this? And she says, oh, it's yours. And I was stunned. And I like even had to go back and like double check because I called Michael and he's like, are you sure? And I was like, that's what she said. So anyway, so we find out that it's ours And I promptly tell our neighbors that it's ours. So, you know, you can return the patio furniture that you preemptively bought for a space that you don't you didn't know if you had. Um, And now I've just been focusing on furnishing it. And it's it's been kind of a fun little design project. And I now have a place that I can chill when I'm working at home.
1: It it seems like a really weird
0: It's a weird, it's a situation. Like,
1: (laughs) Like, are you paying for that? Is that just like something that was worked into your lease and you didn't notice it?
0: Yeah. It's included in our lease. And I I don't know how much they pay. I'm assuming we pay more because we have an outdoor space. Even though you said you didn't want one. Yeah. Even though we said that's the reason why we didn't think it was ours because we said, no, we do not want a patio. I don't. Yeah. We assumed that we couldn't <laughs> afford it. You will have a
1: patio. It doesn't matter whether you want one. We will you be will giving you a
0: patio. Yeah. It's just, and nowhere yeah. in the correspondence with them were they like, this is the unit that you get and you get a patio with it. Like there was nothing like that. So it was I mean, just- I
1: suppose if you wanted to just raise hell and say like, we didn't agree to pay for this. This is not what we wanted. Please, you know get rid of it and offer it to somebody else they probably would have done that but from what it sounds like from what you've told me is this was sort of a happy surprise especially you know a year into the pandemic you're like oh my god we said no patio but actually we're super psyched to have
0: we patio. i'm so psyched i'm so excited to have this space now um and i don't michael's, blame you. michael's excited we can now that we're fully vaccinated and most of our friends are vaccinated like We can have them over for like beer tastings and it's, it's just, and when it gets warmer, it's just going to be such a nice place to go and read a book. And there's a gate so we can bring our dog Abby out there and she can be off leash, which is really great. Um, So it's, it's all around a good, a good amenity that we just discovered that we have. (laughs) Yeah. I don't blame you at all.
1: I, I'm jealous. I would love to have a patio. Um, And then you've also gone... A little bit crazy buying patio furniture, right?
0: A little bit crazy. Yeah. I had a sofa delivered today. Um I, you know, shopped for about a week, did a lot of research, and I just decided to go with a standard IKEA outdoor sofa. Patio I love furniture. Ikea. It's not cheap. For some no. reason I assumed, oh, if it's for the outdoors, it's it has to be cheaper than indoor stuff no it's not no because they have to make it to withstand the elements right so we just bought a just standard teak sofa i have um a weatherproof rug that's coming tomorrow that i'm very excited for so yeah it's all coming together slowly but surely i bought some jasmine plants that i'm very excited that are gonna um go up like a trellis and so that'll hopefully just smells so good in the summer. And, um, I'm kind of getting into gardening a little bit. That's, it's like, I bought gloves and yeah, when we were planting, I mean, we planted two plants. So <laughs> getting into gardening, is not really like, I'm not like, you know, planting like a massive flower bed. You're not but Martha
1: stewarding it.
0: I'm not Martha stewarding, stewarding it. I'm not Monty Donning it from gardener's world. Um, Huh. But but it is it is it is fun. It is fun to plan the garden. Is it? Yeah. I've, I have, I've found hot, I have a hot take about this. You don't like gardening? Uh-uh. Okay. Well,
1: I don't This makes me sound so privileged and entitled or something and I'm I'm not, I swear. Um I I just I don't like gardening. I don't like gardening. I don't like yard work. That's okay. Like, give me give me a condo with an HOA
0: that's (laughs) that cuts those hedges for you
1: yeah I just I I,
0: there's nothing
1: therapeutic I I find about it or cathartic I just see it as like work that needs to be done it's just one more thing on my to-do list
0: I get that I totally get that I think the fact that like this is now like, I see this is like, oh, this is my little patio. This is my little haven. And I'm like, I have to protect it. I have to sweep it. Like, I have to keep it looking nice. It's, I don't know. It's now yeah. that I, now that I have it, I'm like, I want to, I want to protect it and make it look nice.
1: That makes sense. I mean, I don't, I don't have my own patio space. So that, that does make sense. I do have one basil plant, which I've managed to keep alive for the past couple of months. And I'm very, That's very proud good. of that.
0: That's yeah, it's pretty good. It is pretty good.
1: I, I I have something that actually is like, you know, survived and adds to my food and whatnot. But like I killed the orchid next to it. Like I just I just have a really black thumb and I I need more success to get excitement out of this. So if you can get <laughs> success out of out of your gardening endeavors, God bless.
0: Well, you know who's had success in her recent gardening endeavors is Drew Barrymore. Um <sighs> And the reason I mention her is because the New York Times did this story on celebrities um, discovering the garden and being all about it. I mean, it's the headline of this piece is Americans have discovered the garden and celebrities want in.
1: It's so trendy right now. You can't scroll through Pinterest or Instagram without seeing people posting pictures of their gardening endeavors. I mean, Mm -hmm. in this... I think it was true before the pandemic, and then it just doubled down. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as we were all locked up, this is what people turn their their attention to, and now everyone is some sort of gardening savant. Like, mm-hmm. please, no, I don't believe that.
0: Yeah, it's it's really interesting how, you know, someone, especially a celebrity with a big following, takes a liking to a hobby, and then all of a sudden they're like, A guru or they're like a spokesperson and that's kind of what this story was about um they interviewed drew barrymore and she talked about how at the beginning of the pandemic she knew nothing about gardening and she was so she didn't know if she was gonna kill things or whatever but she just wanted to try it and now she's so into it and she's even the face of um this new lawn care subscription service so she's kind of like parlayed her quote-unquote new hobby into a business venture and my question is like do celebrities deserve to be the guides of these hobbies that a lot of experts have been doing for i mean gardening god thousands of years (laughs) like you know If I were, if I were just like someone who was really, really into gardening and really took it seriously as like a craft and then you see all these Instagram celebrities or these celebrities getting on Instagram and then now they're parlaying it into like Multi million businesses and SpawnCon, I'd be like, I'd roll my eyes. I'd, I'd totally roll my eyes. Well, I am
1: rolling my eyes. It doesn't yeah. seem genuine. It doesn't seem authentic. I mean, there's a reason why Martha Stewart has hit that sweet spot yeah. of money. Because she's actually good at what of, she does. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know that she knows what she's talking about. Would I take gardening advice from Jerry Barrymore?
0: No. Mm mm. Would I take furniture building advice from Scott Foley, who (laughs) is going to be a a co-host with Ellen DeGeneres on this new show coming up called Ellen's Next Great Designer? No. (laughs) He is the most random pairing ever. (laughs) Like, it says, uh, Ellen, along with co-host Scott Foley why and judges um I'm sorry I I actually follow her on Instagram but I don't know how to say her first name Brigitte or or maybe she's Bridget Romanek um and Fernando mestrangelo sorry Fernando if I mispronounced that too we'll decide which designer will walk away with the $100,000 prize like but why Scott Foley and so I did some digging and it says this is a familiar area for scott foley who has described himself as someone who likes to dabble in furniture building
1: wait wait wait! this show is all about furniture
0: making challenges yes yes this show is okay about f- it is about furniture making and scott- and ellen
1: is going to co-host with scott foley from scant of scandal fame if anybody yes. was wondering yes and full infelicity. felicity correct that's a that's a deep cut um yeah I'm a big Scott Foley fan I find him very attractive and I would watch for him not necessarily Ellen I have thoughts on that (laughs) um it is just it does seem like a random it's like who do we know in Hollywood who also (laughs) might have built a chair at one point yeah Scott Foley oh my god my buddy Scott Foley he should be the (laughs) co-host and it's just like what like I know it's not Scott Foley
0: is no a-lister God bless him I love him but like why why I know and then that also you know it reminds me of other celebrities who have like furniture lines like bless her heart we love her but like Kelly Clarkson has Andrew a, Barrymore Andrew the Barrymore the I think they, they both have huge furniture huge successful furniture lines if I was someone in the space, it would piss me off so much. Right. I was just saying or I was just thinking, I would love to get a designer
1: on this podcast and mm-hmm. discuss does it bother you? That you're you're an expert in your field, but now you have to compete with celebrities who already have the name brand like established out there mm-hmm. and have just said, Oh, I like furniture or I like gardening and now you have to They're getting the shows they're getting the sponsorships like that must be a huge
0: obstacle to try to come up in that world it must be and it must be so frustrating and it's almost like it's not a new thing because we've seen celebrities do this with like fashion lines too, all the time. Yeah, that's true. Ivanka Ireland, or yeah, Kathy Ireland, or or Ivanka Trump has like a clothing and shoe line. Like Carlos Santana had a shoe line. You know, it's yeah, it's no. This This isn't like a new concept, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: obviously, they're not the ones designing it themselves. Like Drew Barrymore did not design all the kids' furniture of her line herself. Like they've employed talented folks, but it just does seem like it makes it that much harder to make a name for yourself. Yeah. Um as a standalone designer when you have celebrities who are kind of coming after your trade. Do we know when that show is airing, Ellen's next great We
0: we don't. We'll keep an eye on it. It's gonna be on HBO Max. Um yeah, it's just, I mean, this story is interesting. We'll link to it, the New York Times piece about about Americans and loving the garden and then celebrities who were like, getting into it. I think we even saw, like, Liam Hem or no, Chris Hemsworth Chris is getting Hem- into, like, beekeeping. Too. Yeah, yeah, we did a story. We can link
1: to this, too. We did a story this past week about the biggest outdoor living trends that are happening right now, and some of them are pretty phenomenal. I I will admit, like, it made me want a backyard bad Mm -hmm. um some of these are really cool like backyard igloos uh where (laughs) you can um set up shop and hang out without the the outside elements getting to you but uh one of the other trends was also uh potting sheds and beekeeping and Mm -hmm. i mean beekeeping is really hot and chicken coops chick backyard chicken coops are really hot right now as our as is anything other to do with like urban farming so chicken chris hemsworth have been
0: hot for a while also yeah that's true but i mean but, Me- megan and harry
1: have a chicken chicken rescue cube right so. right
0: but yeah it's just like okay so now chris hemsworth because he and his wife post on instagram that they're keeping bees they are bee like gurus. I don't know. Now it's- they're celebrity b- 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 Ce- celebrities. Celebrity <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I saw what you're trying to do there. Um, uh, thank you. Know- I appreciate it. Listeners, let us know what you think. Like, are we just being too like up in arms about this? Or is it kind of like, yeah. What the heck? <laughs>
1: do celebrities need to stay in their lane? Or is this the I guess impetus that you needed to maybe pick up a hobby to see that somebody like Chris Hemsworth or Drew Barrymore or Scott Foley does it too.
0: It's a good question. Let's launch into making moves. This is the segment where we update you on houses that we've previously talked about. Um, These are three very expensive houses. The the price tag on all of these is astronomical. Um, That is what groups them. And they're also, they were also, you know, A-list, mega A-list stars. Um, I'll briefly, briefly touch on uh, this story that Madonna is the one who bought the weekend's home.
1: Yeah, we knew, we knew it. We called it. It was going to be an A-lister.
0: We knew it. Yeah. I didn't
1: actually think it would be. I like Madonna never occurred to me. Mm-mm. So
0: I thought maybe yeah, sports ball player. I thought maybe um, I hate that I just said sports ball. Um, I thought you know maybe a singer, but well she is a singer. So yeah, it's Madonna. <laughs>
1: I, th- I I think I thought maybe somebody a little bit more current, but Madonna's always current. So
0: yeah. Um, this is, of course, the home that The weekend had put up for sale in Hidden Hills. He'd been trying to sell it for a decent amount of time. Um, he dropped the price a couple times. And the final sales price that Madonna paid was $19.3 million. Did she get a deal? She did. So yeah.
1: She, yeah, because it was listed for, what, $22 million in December?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he dropped Apple. the price. Okay. He dropped the price to twenty two, and then Madonna got it for nineteen point three. So bought it. Yeah, and I mean, the weekend did buy it for eighteen point two. So he d- he was able to make over what he bought it for. Um, he didn't get his asking price, him. but <laughs> Rachel will be contributing to his pockets. Uh, come. 2022 is when you're yeah, seeing the weekend that's when yeah. i'm going to the concert yes. okay i
1: think he'll be okay
0: <laughs> i think he'll be fine
1: um i think madonna obviously will be okay too
0: i know so. it's honestly i think madonna just has madonna's gonna be like super rich forever i think that's i think that's what it's mm. gonna be
1: speaking of people super rich forever
0: i know my gosh bet midler um her 50 million dollar manhattan penthouse finally has a buyer she and her husband have owned this house since the 90s it's on the upper east side in manhattan um the article actually said it's a quick car ride to the theater district and no it's not (laughs) but okay if if there's traffic whatever that doesn't matter um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry maybe during covid that's a little inside baseball yeah maybe during COVID. The theater <laughs> yeah maybe um so she we and talked her about this place yeah, in, easily sorry, a
1: year go. or longer ago and it, it's pretty amazing inside
0: mm-hmm. it has a gallery an art gallery inside
1: spiral um, staircases i mean as new york penthouses go
0: it's pretty nice it's pretty crazy. And she and her partner put, or not her partner, she and her husband put it on the market in September, 2019 for $50 million. Um, the bummer is we don't know the sale price. That was kind of like a want, want. <laughs> um, Cause we want to know like how close to 50 million they took. And well, if we'll it, find it out, right? Eventually, I feel like it'll come out. It's just not public record yet um, right. So stay tuned to a future segment of making moves yeah we'll we'll report on that because if it if it is close to fifty million, it would be one of the most expensive sales in Manhattan, like I think in a long time. so yeah that's that's a pretty h- high profile one. And then if we want to talk about the man who is the highest paid, male celebrity in hollywood um we can talk about the rock (laughs) dwayne dwayne the rock johnson um is another extremely high profile celebrity who made a big purchase lately Um, he bought a house in beverly hills for 27.8 million dollars we've i mean we're talking about him because we've talked about his houses extensively right and also
1: what I love about this story—it's not just any old twenty-eight million dollar property. This used to belong to the actor Paul Reiser from "Mad About You" and mm. other '90s classics.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I saw that and I said, "Who?" But I knew I knew you said who, but I—it <laughs> meant something to me. Good, and- I'm glad. I'm sure it means something to other to to <laughs> some other listeners. So thank you
1: listeners there's about what how how different are we in age seven years and sometimes it Uh, seems a lifetime the fact that paul riser owned this really palatial extravagant place in the first place (laughs) kind mm -hmm. of makes me laugh because he's just such like a like you said you said you said who and this place is is pretty incredible so Mm -hmm. the fact that uh the rock bought it and that it's so expensive. I don't know. There's so a,
0: expensive. There's a lot to take in. It was on the market. It was originally listed for twenty nine point nine nine million. Thirty million dollars. Yeah, um, in January. And Rock, The Rock was able to get a bit of a discount on it. But still, 28, like, barely a discount. I mean. We'll
1: post pictures. It's got an indoor pool. It's mm-hmm. very Mediterranean. And, you know, I do like Mediterranean. Although I would say that this home in particular is not, nothing is, like, knocking my socks off with it.
0: Oh, interesting. There's
1: it's It's a lot of property. It's a big property. It's 15,000 square feet. As an indoor <laughs> pool, a tennis court, a baseball diamond, among other amenities. So, yeah. It, you know, it seems right for The Rock. I'm still stunned that Paul Reiser owned it to begin with, but...
0: That Bless. network TV money, I guess. Yeah,
1: those residuals, they they got to do well for you.
0: So that's it for making moves. Those are the most important uh, real estate transactions that we needed to update you on this week. Now I'm going to make you
1: watch Mad About You.
0: I don't even know what Mad About You is about. I don't think you would like it, actually. No, okay. I
1: Now it's time for winners and losers. This is the segment of our show where we discuss the real estate deals that celebrities have made. Some have been great. Others have been not so great. Mm -hmm. And they may have lost money or just made a bad deal. We're going to start with our loser, as we always do, so that we can end on a high note. Our loser this week is none other than action
0: star... Pierce Brosnan yeah we're calling James Bond our loser of the week uh, and he's our loser because he has yet to find a buyer for his 100 million dollar Malibu home <laughs> why can't he find a buyer well as you can probably guess who can afford because house is
1: 100 million dollars
0: <laughs> yeah and also he hasn't budged on the price
1: Yeah. As a reminder for loyal listeners, this was the house that I actually picked. At the end of 2020, Natalie and I picked one home that we wish we had had to spend quarantine in. Mm -hmm. Natalie picked Justin Bieber's house. And I picked Pierce Brosnan's $100 million Malibu oceanfront mansion. Mm -hmm. Because... Why, why not? Because of
0: like, course, <laughs> yeah,
1: if I'm gonna spend somewhere sometime somewhere, that's where I want to be. It is a fantastic right. house, but it is also one hundred million dollars. So it is not at all surprising that he hasn't been able to find a buyer. It is a little surprising that he's not budging on the price.
0: it is. It's like cut cut ten million off of it. That's still ninety million dollars. like you. You have James Bond money, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. You will, you will never be hurting for money. Like, why why are you being so stingy with this Is this plate? a
1: price thing? Like, I mean, or, or sorry, is this a pride thing or? Maybe. Like, it's just hard to say. I don't know what kind of advice he's getting from his agent in terms of not being willing to come down on this. But the house has been on the market for, what, what did you say, eight months? It's
0: been a while. Um, yeah it's been on for eight months and clearly he's not in a hurry so like okay fine i wow can you even imagine like <laughs> just having a hundred million dollar house just like on your as a budget like line item a line item yeah and paying for like mortgage and, ta- and taxes on that just just whatever we're not really trying to move quickly on our hundred million dollar house It's wild, Um, but then, like I said, if if the money's not really a big deal to you, then just drop the price, take the ninety, take the ninety. I don't know. Um, We'll post a link to the to the story, um, or we'll we'll link to the story in the show notes, so you can take a look at these gorgeous photos if you ever want to fantasize and get out of the house that you're sitting in now and just feast on these amazing decor the the decor of this place i don't know why he's trying to sell it in the first place to be honest yeah it's it's truly a masterpiece yeah he just needs like jeff bezos or like some billionaire to come in i mean larry ellison just bought um an 80 million dollar house in florida that he plans on tearing down so you know i didn't know that yeah that's that's been a story that's been floating around and um so you know so that's one billionaire that is not going to buy this place so what other billionaires are out why there why would that you can buy spend 80 place? million dollars on something and tear it down because he's Larry Ellison. Larry Ellison, he's Oracle man. Like he, I don't know, I know.
1: But you could have this place, which is move in ready. Look at me. It really is. Pierce
0: Brosnan. I could be your real estate agent. Look how hard I'm selling your house. It's move in ready. Truly. Okay. Um. Let us. Let us move transition. On to our yeah, let's transition to some good news. Our winner this week is beloved actor Brian Cranston.
1: Love Brian Cranston.
0: Breaking Bad's Brian Cranston. Malcolm in the Middle's Brian Cranston. Um, He's our winner because he sold his eco-friendly beach home over asking in just a few weeks. Going green is cool. He put this house on the market in February. Um, It's a house that he had custom built It's environmentally friendly. Um, It's in Ventura, California, which is kind of Santa Barbara-ish adjacent. So it's just, it's north of LA. Um, He put it on the market for $5 million and we learned that it sold for 5.45 million. So that's a nice little profit. Who knows how much he- It's right on the beach. It's right on the beach. No, I was just gonna say who knows how much he put into it, you know um it's maybe he made a profit maybe he didn't really make that much of a profit but i just think the fact that it sold so quickly it didn't languish on the market and it appealed to somebody because this is a very modern house yeah Uh, i can see outside and
1: in it's outside it's not really my style but it is right on the beach and Mm -hmm. that has to appeal to people, especially now after being cooped up for so long. It's smaller Mm -hmm. than I would expect. It's only twenty four fifty square feet. So it's that's very
0: it seems very efficient. Uh it's a tiny it's a celebrity tiny home. (laughs)
1: Celebrity tiny
0: home. In terms of like celebrities that like we just like the rock is buying a fifteen thousand square foot Home. Yeah. This is this is a small. modest size. It feels very modest.
1: But it does have the the not modest view. Um with yeah. the back deck that's just steps to the beach. So it's
0: right on the beach. That's what you're paying for with that five million. Exactly. Um he and his wife bought this place in two thousand seven for two point five million. Um and then they tapped a designer friend to build it as a net zero sustainable structure um which i didn't know that brian cranston was like mr eco-friendly man i didn't either but that's really awesome um it has all energy appliances solar panels um it was built with like green construction methods um and this is cool it has virtually no cost energy bill so it's kind of like A living, breathing house that's making its own energy in a way. So that must have been appealing to buyers, I'm sure. We
1: don't know why he's moving, but apparently he's sad about it. He had said in a press release, I put my heart, soul, and blood, sweat, and often tears into it, and I'm glad because it was such an artistic endeavor and yet functional. There's something lovely about creating something with tremendous pride and effort and turning it over letting someone else take it to the next level of appreciation.
0: Oh. It so sounds like I don't know why... I don't know why he's getting rid of it. Um, just time for a new chapter, maybe? Maybe perhaps. they want to be closer to L.A. Maybe they're moving to the East Coast. Who knows? We'll see. We'll
1: keep an eye on what Brian Cranston's doing and maybe uh, figure it out. Figure out this mystery.
0: Yeah. But um, for for nabbing over his asking price brian cranston is our winner of the week that's it for house party thank you for tuning in uh if you like the stories that we talked about today if you like the show please subscribe that way you can get episodes delivered straight to your device um and if you have a few extra moments please give us a five-star rating and write us a review thank you so much for the recent reviews that we've received. We really appreciate uh, all your feedback and um, we love this little community that we have. Uh, We will as we mentioned link out to all the stories that we talked about so you can read up more on them, see photos. We know that this is a very visual topic so the fact that you can go back and see the photos of these crazy houses really helps I think. Yeah, And uh, yeah, that's it for me, Rachel. Tell us more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do that because it's nice to know that you guys are along with us on this journey. And we do love to hear from you, hear what you like, what you don't like. Feel free to tell us uh, what's working for you and what's not. You can let us know in the reviews or you can email us. We are podcast at realtor.com. That's singular, podcast at realtor.com. Or you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at House Party Pod on all three. And by the way, guys, we also have a new logo, so look out for that. Uh, we hope that you liked the last one, but we're we're excited to embark on this next chapter. So let us know what you think of the logo.
0: Yes, let us know. Um, thanks again for tuning in, and we will catch you later. Bye.
1: Bye.